0: The champ is here. We will definitely not shut up and dribble. The champ is here. I must be the greatest. The champ is here. I'm going to continue to stand with the people.
1: The champ is here. I will will not not lose. I'm a bad man. I shook up the world. Yes, yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you are here with we. My name is EJ and I got my man, M-H. he's the DB of the show, and we are Black in Sports, where we're bringing and giving a voice to the culture that won't shut up and dribble, here to interview the best professionals in the game and in the boardroom, covering it all while laughing at it all, and providing a platform to be heard. So you know what we do, we want to welcome our guest today, we got a good one for you, Las Vegas born, okay, uh-huh. and raised, Cimarron is where this all-star got his start, he took them state champions back to back, okay? <laughs> he took them back to back. So you know he used to protect those defensive backfields. Now he's protecting the streets. We want to welcome Metro Officer Arnold Parker. How are you doing today, brother? Doing good, doing good. Thanks for having me here. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Hey, so we don't we jump right into it, man. So how we like to start the show is a shoot your shot moment, okay? So this is where you went for it all. It was do or die. It's now or never, right? Okay. So it could have been, you know, early days in playing ball, later days in your career or, you know, with the ladies. But just give us a shoot-your-shot story. You can't give us a, oh, man, I always shoot my shot. You can't, you can't cop out like that. We want a true, legit
0: story. So give it to us. All man. right. I mean, um, my shoot, my shot moment. Yes. Um, I would say my shoot my shot moment. If you can see me, it's it's my introduction to who I am. Okay. And you can see my skin I have vitiligo. Okay. And that's pretty much loss of pigment. So, um, vitiligo for me it developed when I was about 18, 19 years old. All right. And it was something that's new to me to kind of, um, you know, took away some of my self confidence, and I became very insecure for a long time. And I think it took me about a good about six, seven years. Okay. And uh, it was a moment because um like when I had it. You see me in the summertime, long pants, covered long up, sleeve, huh? hat covered uh, up yeah. completely, uh-huh. and uh, it was one. It was just one day. It's like you know what? I'm just tired. You okay. know, I'm just tired of just thinking about what people think about me. Right. You know, what I'm saying I'm tired of dressing like this because I never did. And especially in <laughs> Vegas, 100, 120 hot. degrees. I was like, you know what? you know you say shoot the shot it's like we call it the epic moment just say epic go out yeah you know short sleeve, shorts and i just did it and okay just, you know here's my wake-up It's like forget it you know i'm good enough that's
1: a deep one man that is yeah. that's big time
2: especially at a young age yes sir yeah sports mm-hmm. where did that love for sports start where did the foundation start Ooh, the love and foundation uh love and
0: foundation started early man uh my mother um you know, she was just a, a young, competitive person. You know, okay. She's a single mother. Oh, boy. And um, it was just me and my sister in the house. Okay. She, she used to throw on ninja movies for me <laughs> and <laughs> barbies for my daughter. I mean, my um my sister. And, okay. Uh, but my mother, she was always competitive, man. She used to, When she um worked, she did. used to do corp- uh, corporate challenges. So she used to run track, all right. mm-hmm. softball, all that good stuff. And uh, she had a passion for track. So she put my sister, sister and I in track. Got you. Uh, first track meet with Jesse Young. I think I was like seven years old. Dang. And uh, out the gate, Pew! Yeah. I, I left
1: everybody, <laughs> you know, and that's how it started for me. It started with track. So track you know? is a lot. So you got that because we did see some of those track numbers. Mm-hmm. So you got that from mom, huh? Got it
2: from mom. That's dope. Yeah, get it from my mama. From.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that, did that just come natural
2: to you, just just uh, running track, or is that something it, that developed over time? You know what? Track is one of those things to where, like, uh, like I grew up pretty much, I was raised by all women in a sense. So, uh,
0: that was one of the things my mother liked doing. Okay. so she actually put my sister in, in track first, first okay, and uh, we did it for a while, and then we started going to track club teams, and uh, she's like, "You want to run?" I was like, "No, nah, not really. <laughs> you know like I don't we- I don't like wearing tights right. the guy, that's they, oh, you wore you a bike shorts, and that's you know that, that wasn't a cool thing to do back in those days. So I was right. like, "No, nah. and then um I go to a track meet. And uh, I see a couple of my friends in my neighborhood. They okay. didn't track me running. I'm like, are y'all running? Yeah. So I was like, mama, sign me up. <laughs> so um, went out there, ran and some tennis shoes, no spikes. And, wow. And, uh,
2: and just, you know. Got loose in some tennis and shoes. Did, did it for a while, yep. Nice. So the 100 meter was your best race? I, I saw you a state champion in that. So yeah. So was that number one or is so, there another?
1: Um, yeah, what were the races?
0: I, I I did the one and two in relays. Two. It was basic. But, yeah, the one was my, um, my better
2: race. Mm-hmm. Yep. So with that. Now, track guys play football a certain way. <laughs> right. Like predominantly track guys. This is and that's this, this is my opinion. But you play running back and linebacker. Right. So, I guess how did that physicality, I guess to playing football? Right. Where did you get that from? <laughs> um Interesting question. Well, if you look at me now, I was
0: always the bigger dude. Oh, okay. It, it, it was very, you know, I guess it's, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the story how I became even a linebacker in high school so uh Went to high school. I actually started out as a uh, running back and safety. Okay. And then um, that was my freshman year. I just played regular, just freshman football. And then uh, going into my sophomore year, they uh, moved to varsity, and I played. I was backup running back to um, I don't know if you guys Vernon Fox. Oh yeah. I was backup oh, yeah. running back to Vernon yep. Fox, and, uh, and I played corner. So I was like a little tall, skinny kid playing corner, so like that. So I wasn't the most physical guy. Okay. <laughs> okay. I just did it. And then I'm uh, going to my junior year. I was you know like six two, like. 190 pounds, and uh, they're like, man, this dude is just big. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, you want to go play linebacker? And I'm like, no. And it's like, no, we're going to put you a linebacker. I'm like, no, I like playing, like, um, corner right, safety. Yeah. Like, put me at safety. I wasn't really a corner. Either. Uh-huh. I'm like, put me at safety, you know. Right. And, uh, and it's like, no, we're going to put you a linebacker. So they put me at the wheel linebacker. Oh, put you in the box. And um, huh? <laughs> so that's what I did. Uh, I think my junior year, we only had probably about, like, 20-something guys on the team. Okay. So everybody went both ways. So I started running back, started outside linebacker, and uh, the cool thing is like like when you're a sprinter, the one thing you work on is your start. So my, right. my, my first step was just oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> getting them. Watch you out, know, little especially, guards. Right? Especially <laughs> you
0: know like you said the the, the, the little tackles,
2: yeah, a little guards so, Watch like, out, man. As soon as they say hike, hi, I'm already in
0: the backfield. <laughs> right. So I was I was getting sacks, you know, tackles for losses, just, you know, early. So like I, I found a passion for playing outside
1: linebacker. Double sense. A blitzes every every <laughs> down <laughs> coming up the Watch gun, out, yeah. man. right? Yep. Yep. And so running back, and then what did, how did that develop? Uh, running back was just
0: something, Um, I mean, that's what everyone did. You know, one of my, like, my favorite player growing up was uh, Walter Payton. Okay. Everyone loved Barry Sanders growing up, right. so yeah. he used to imitate that in, in those guys and, um, I can't uh, I think uh, yeah, I was backing up John Vernon my sophomore year. Okay. And I almost quit running back because I was just the tall I was, you know, six one, six one, every all most running backs are like five, five eight, five. Yeah, seven, you man, take right. a, Shot got stick. the shakes and everything yeah. like that. And I'm like the tall, like awkward,
1: <laughs> no shakes, you know. Run like Eddie George all. Exactly. Straight up and down. <laughs> I was up and down.
0: So um I was about to quit and the coach was like, nope, you're gonna play <laughs> running back, you know. He was he kind of broke it, broke everything down. He's like, College running backs are six two two twenty. That's gonna be you one day. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so I'll play running back, and then uh, do it worked out. My junior year, I think my first game, I had like 200 yards, four touchdowns. There you go. And uh it just, you know, went from there. And uh <laughs> we were a physical team
1: and that's why I used to do run straight, run do it over. <laughs> <There> you <laughs> you go. know, and that's how you know how it worked out. Well talk about the program and just I mean, one you mentioned your coach, man, and um I've seen an article where you actually, you know, down the line shot back into to him and say, Hey, thank you for everything. Yeah. Talk about the Cimarron program and the coaching staff you guys have.
0: So the Cimarron program, um, one thing I'll say was it was like a hard nose. Uh, give everything you have. We to say all out or get out. Okay. So that, w- that, was, a, that was our slogan at Cimarron, and our head coach was um, Greg Spencer, uh, one, one of the legendary coaches yep. out here in Las Vegas. Um, and uh, honestly, um, it, how it started for me, it started with Coach Spencer and then the respect that Vernon Fox had for him. Vernon mm. Fox was one of the greatest leaders to ever lead Las Vegas. Yeah. Wow. And uh, so I was able to learn a lot from, um, from Vernon and then Coach Spencer, um, he he impacted my life in a different way because i was one of those kids um i'm born and raised here in vegas grew up on a historic west side well, i just say west side uh in a predominantly um blood neighborhood because you got certain parts of the neighborhood you know about the history of the west side you, you break it down to games you have like your blood sets where you have your pyro west coast you can go down the street you have um gerson park and, and so on mm-hmm. and you never cross those boundaries and um and, and growing up, I you grew up with a certain type of perception saying like, you know, I'm one of these kids, I'm just going to try to fit in with the neighborhood. Right. So I was one of those kids to say, you know what? I do good enough just to get by, mm-hmm. you know? um just kind of like, hey, I just need a two to
1: survive. I just if I get all C's, I'm good. C's, right. C's get degree. That's and, right. Um, <laughs> need to get in there. And stay, um, Spencer,
0: and Spencer just he noticed something from me from off top from my uh, freshman year, and he'll always be on me. He's like, uh, "How are you doing at school?" I'm like, "Oh man, I got all C's." He look at me like, mm, "Ain't good enough." I'm like, "It is," you know. And then uh, sophomore year came around. Uh, I remember I got my first letter from like Stanford. And he was mm-hmm. like, "How you how your grades doing?" I'm like I'm like, "Oh, they're good." He's like, "Hmm." Okay. Uh, with the, mm, huh? yeah, And then you get a guy like Vernon, which was like, say a great leader. Vernon was just like, yeah, man, like straight A's, just, uh-huh. leader, just all this stuff like that. It's like, you, you, you see what Vernon's doing, man. He, he's getting a lot of opportunities. You got schools you checking them out, looking uh-huh. at him I'm like, yeah, he said, that could be you one day. I'm like, uh, oh, okay. But like, <laughs> well, I didn't take him serious, right. uh, but he always got me prepared. He was like, uh, Hey, this is my sophomore. And he was like, Hey, you need to go take your uh, SATs. I'm like, what's the SAT? AT, yeah. You know cuz only th- on the first time I heard about SAT is from the movie The Program. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know so you you don't you like oh, SAT okay defense. so like I go home on like, my hey. I'm like yeah exactly <laughs> so I'm like mama um <laughs> hey coach Spencer said I need to go take the SAT she's right. like oh okay uh what is that I'm like okay she's like okay cool I say, yeah it costs like 20 something dollars she's like oh you got to pay to go take the <laughs> test. That's <laughs> like yeah. So um, so we um took the test, uh-huh. man. I, I scored super low as a sophomore. Okay, didn't get it. And I remember my um junior year, um, Coach Spencer was like, "Hey, come to my office." And I remember um, this was like my wake up call with him and like his mentorship. On um, we had um, uh, it was LSU at the table, um, uh, Wisconsin and um UNLV. Okay, and they were like, "Hey, um, hey, um." We were all we we were um we, we came here just to kind of meet you you know obviously not really that's what the fuck at the time but right. it was like one of those things like hey we just came here to talk to you kind of meet you and stuff like that and um he's like how you doing in school I'm like um oh, I'm doing really good and then um <laughs> Coach, he and, see, and, and, and he was like, he looked at Coach Spence, like how's he doing and he's like hey you got your transcripts and um I was like um <laughs> transcripts whatever like that so Coach Spence went to get the transcripts they brought them up and um. I, this is the first time I learned about cumulative um, GPA. Yeah. Because you know PE weight training give you A's, you're you good. <laughs> <laughs> so that 2.0 wasn't that, really a 2.0. Right? When you start yeah. taking those A's out, and you just see like those C's and D's. Yeah. I had a <laughs> a, a 1.7. Oh. Mm-hmm. So they they were looking at me like, hey man, they were like, uh, like I said, it was uh, LSU, Wisconsin, you know, they was like, hey man, we came here to um really talk to you about you know potentially offering you a scholarship, but um uh, looking at your grades we can't offer you anything. He, Not going to be and, able to do it. And they were like, yeah, it's like, yeah, we got like three running backs on our radar. You were one of them. Oh, wow. You know, and um, I was like, oh, broke my heart. Yeah. UNLV is
1: the only one that kind of stuck with me. Like, hey, yeah, we can get you to the JC <laughs> and kind of get you back around. <laughs> so um, that was my hey, wake-up call. Well, we got to give them credit, though. Yeah. A lot of people, been, we've been banging on UNLV in the show is that they don't yeah. stay the local talent. So we'll give them credit. That's that's one out of, out of five.
0: Yeah. So, um, wow. you know, so I was like, okay. So I was like, okay.
1: I got to get up on it. And he just you really know. stayed on you for, the, for the. He
0: stayed on me, and he he talked to me, and he didn't give me any breaks. He was like, hey, um, you know, this summer you you're not going to practice. You're going to summer school. Oh, First wow. time in life I go to summer school, um, and that's when I started getting my A's. Man, I finished my um uh, my senior year with a three point eight GPA.
2: Wow.
0: Okay, go. give it up. Was the great. Point. So like, yeah, he, he 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 was just on me, man, and um, like I said. When I was like, I was too tall to play running back. He's like, No, nah, you play running back.
1: And he, <laughs> and he, he always
0: talked to me, so it was good. It was good stuff. By him.
1: And then obviously he did it on the field because y'all back to back champs. Most yes. definitely, man. So, he made
0: everyone tough.
1: So was it you guys had that same uh, core of kids that went to the, the both years, or was you guys just a solid program? It, it was just a solid
0: program, man. Like I said, for me, it started with Vernon and the, and the guys that was with him. Got you. And they just had good leadership and yeah. good work ethic, and they just carried over. Because like, like we never stopped, you know, like how sports was is like you play football mm-hmm. and if you could if you could hoop, you hoop, if you can't hoop, you do intramural track and then you do <laughs> track season, right. So we just never stopped, okay, you know, um and, and and that's what it was is like we always kept working out. We were one of the few high schools that you got guys in the weight room all the time. So oh. we talking about hey, everybody hitting 300 on the bench press, everyone yeah. three. Three hundred, awesome. you know, three fifty in the squats. We were doing that in high school. Talk about
2: the program. Yeah, right. so was it's like something. we were
0: we, <laughs> the table. Yeah, we were on the twelve. You know, we were doing power cleans. Like that's yeah. that's what we did. So we, when stuff. you saw us on the field, you like, man. was like, like, oh, these guys on Royce. I'm like, man, we can't afford Royce. <laughs> like, like, like me and my boys couldn't. So I'm like, well, that's what we did. We just worked out and um, yeah. we just had that work ethic and uh, we just when it got hard, we were a physical team and that's everyone wasn't stuff. ready
2: for it. So you kind of touched on it transition i guess into college and how mm-hmm. that recruiting process went for you yeah utah is the one you selected right was there other schools in the running or is... it, it was a lot of schools in the running um
0: i think I, fin- I i finalized my four visits i had five but i canceled at the end uh, one of my visits at the end so my my four visits was um unlv uh utah obviously uh oregon and uh where else i go BYU. okay all right um you was uh, a Utah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well well, growing up in Vegas, man, you don't hear about a lot of schools. Like I That's do about true. Colorado State. Like Colorado State recruited me. They wanted me to play defense. And end. I was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> That's what they played for college. You know, like Washington State. <laughs> Put hit you down me. to three point. He's like, <laughs> nah, I'm yeah. Yeah, when they said three point, I'm like, no, I'm not three point. I'm like, no. Something um and then, and then uh I decided I wanted to play, um, I wanted to play linebacker in college okay. and not running back. So like I had like schools like Michigan State and you know, Illinois, like different
1: you know, Arkansas trying yeah.
0: me from uh, running back, and I was like, I'm done. Got you. Um. So um. So that, that's
1: how you determine which ones. That which you're gonna schools play, I was going to go to? Because like defense.
0: like like BYU, UNLV you know, was like um one of the schools like, hey, you can play wherever you want to play. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like BYU was popular coming up from Vegas. Like Vegas. I even know BYU was even Utah. I just knew it was BYU. Steve Young. <laughs> yeah. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was that was my whole thing. They had Rob Morris at the time. He was like the the cool middle linebacker yeah. back at the mm-hmm. time. Got you. So um. Jumped up there and then uh, Jeff Teffer recruited me out of Oregon, made him had a strong bond and um uh, he wanted me to play running back and uh and I was like, oh, I wanna play defense. So we, we kinda talked about me playing like Rover, also a linebacker, right. and uh and uh, it it came down to actually Utah and and Oregon. Utah just had a real good connection with the uh defensive court not the the linebacker school at the time. Okay. It was Fred Whittingham, that's Kyle Whittingham's dad. Yep. Oh yeah. Um, you know, he passed away when I was in, in, in school, but uh, we had a really good connection. He was just honest. Like that was my biggest thing, like just be straight up with me right. and we can move forward. And I knew it was time for me to go out to Vegas. Okay. You know, um, just like, uh, uh, the, not to say the crowds hanging around, which just I just knew if I would have stayed, I probably got caught up and got in trouble. So I was like, you know, it's time for me to move oh, yeah. and get out and do something different.
1: And it's good to get away. Yeah. You know, experience something different. Cause sometimes if you stay close, you kind of slide back. It's, yeah, to it slide just, back it's, it's easy to slide back into yeah It's
0: right. easy. And I was the popular kid at the time, so I was like, you know
2: what? Get get away, get out. Yeah, so uh, Utah's my choice, man. I love it. Yeah. I'm glad it was Utah and not like the the the, the uh, Big Ten running back because you would have been 240, <laughs> neck roll, no juice, run through the A-gap, put your head down on this linebacker. Yeah. So I, you made a good choice. and I appreciate that, man. Rolling into
0: Utah. So rolling to Utah, man. I actually went in as a linebacker. Okay. okay. So I came in as a linebacker, and uh, I remember getting there, man. Uh, and I, this is where I got introduced to the Polynesian culture. Oh, like yeah. I knew about Samoans, but I didn't know about this Polynesian culture, like we got Tongans, Tahitians, all this stuff. So, uh, go as a linebacker. I'm like, I didn't know what to expect. I'm like, dude, I'm like, you know, six two, two fifteen. I'm like, man, like we are gonna be hitting. That's all I know. <laughs> So I was—I ain't gonna lie—I was a little nervous. I was like, man. <laughs> so we get out there right? and uh, we go to camp, and um, I remember we're doing tackling drills. And the linebacker I go against—he's like six foot two eighty. You know, I'm saying because like, just, it, you know, so I'm just alive. like, dude, I'm like, I got to do tackling drills, with the dude. <laughs> and then we go, and it was just like a light throw. I'm like, cool. And then I, I make, we mixed it up, we go with to, go to another guy, he like, you know, like 6'3", like 250, right. wow, he sticks me. I'm like, ah! Oh. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? So I'm like, okay, now I got to bring it every single time. And um, actually, uh, when I went in there, I came in, as, I think I was like either like the, the second string, um, um, what was it, like they called it a rover, but it was like a wheel linebacker yeah. at the time. And um, so I was doing that, and then uh, we started doing special teams drills, and uh, we did kickoff return and i was like one of the up guys before the return guy mm-hmm. because i think guys knew i played running back they didn't know it. and i, and I, I don't think they really knew i was fast as a linebacker right <laughs> so the ball got kicked a little bit short Uh-oh. and it bounced right to <laughs> me Uh-oh. i got
1: the ball and it took off
0: and I, I think the whole the whole team was
1: like ooh like i heard, like like and the, the of the boy had them so, jets um, on him
0: so I, so it was funny cuz like you see the officer staff just looking like like looking mad like, oh, they even tell us about this dude. Right. right. And uh and I remember uh it, it was um, uh Steve Cafusa, he, he he's a, he's a uh, he's actually a coach at BYU now. Okay. He came to me and was like, hey man. <laughs> he's like, oh, keep doing what you're doing. And then uh I, the next meeting I remember uh cause um uh, That's Brian, the coach is trying Brian, to steal you right Ron LeBron right there. was the head coach <laughs> yeah. at the time. And my uh, and Fred Woodham comes to me and is like, Hey man, um Hey, what you think about playing linebacker? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like. He's like, Hey, you doing a really good job, man. He's like, Hey, we were thinking about, Hey, what you think about trying to safety? I was like, I could try. He's like, You know what? He's like, You know, and we were just talking back and forth. He's like, right. You know, give it a try. If you don't like it, you always come back to linebacker because you know it's gonna turn out. You know, obviously you got to gain some weight and stuff, but like, yeah. it'll turn out because they were trying to get me to play. Okay. And I was like, um, Yeah, I try it out. <laughs> and then I go into uh to inside the, the facility, and you got Rob Rivera comes He's like, Hey, um. And what you what you think about running back? We had Mike Anders at the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, and Mike and Mike uh, and we had another guy, Omar Bacon. They was like, hey man, hey, you should try running back. <laughs> <laughs> and then the old line coach to me was like, hey man. um, we heard about you, but uh, we didn't know. Do you want to play running back too? I was like, I never said I want to play right, running back. Right. So they was trying to get me to play all these different positions. <laughs> so I was doing a little bit of um safety, doing a little bit of running back, and I was like, you know what? I stopped going to the running back side of things. Like, I'm just playing defense.
1: defense. I don't want to mm-hmm. play
0: running back. I'm done with it. Right. So I um, played safety, man, and um actually I redshirted my first year because coming out of high school I tore my shoulder. Oh okay. And, um I, I tore it and track it. I ran with one arm. My uh in my track. Hold on. You tore it on. Man, hold, man, hold on. Hold on. on. That, wait. (laughs)
2: Hold on, hold on. Yeah. So you won, okay. You won the 100 meter state championship with one one arm. Running with one arm. Yeah.
1: What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> so there's two things. Either you stupid fast, which I, I saw some records. And hey, so some he, numbers. Hey, he told yeah. you what the track with tennis shoes on. <laughs> well, yeah, or, or somebody <laughs> yeah. in second place
2: was running with tennis shoes on at the time.
1: Nah, it's just one of those <laughs> no, things, <some> man. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think my state championship
0: time wasn't that fast. I think I ran like a 10 9 for the I state saw, championship. Yeah, yeah. But my fastest time that year was a 10 6. Mm. But like I said, it, just, it was one of those things. Like I, I came off the blocks, I slipped a little bit, came up. But uh, it was just one of those times. But. But yeah, it just I it, slipped a little bit. Yeah. I still one. One arm. But that's, <laughs> but that, so that, that's what <laughs> that's it was. Crazy. Yeah, I was out for um about a month and came back for the um for no, the what's the name? But, but um yeah. well,
1: shit, no wonder when you saw them big dudes at linebacker, you're like, Man, I gotta hit these I'm trying yeah. to get my shoulder engaged. Yeah, right. yeah, so I was like I was like
0: saying like I'm not I knew I was gonna red I was like, I'm gonna redshirt. They was trying to get me to play, but um uh-huh. uh, I traveled the team for the first three weeks and um um uh, and then um they, they let me red shirt yeah, and then that was that was it, that was you a, know.
1: So when so you had a big name coach there. When did that big name coach come in? Uh, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer, our, nah, Urban Meyer came in my senior year. Oh, your senior. I my thought senior year. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep, came in I my misread that year. wrong. Okay. Yep, yep. You hold on. Your senior year was two thousand and three. Two thousand and three. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep, okay. Yep. So how was that? Yeah. Man,
0: it was a unique <laughs> thing because like Coach Mack, everyone loved Coach Mack. He was like a father. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um. So it was it it wasn't a surprise that he got you know they let him go. Mm-hmm. Um, but no one knew who Urban Meyer was at the time. Okay. And Urban Meyer came in like. Was a blazer. Like Wheels of Blazing, man. Like, like, I always call it the, the Roman Empire. Oh. Like, it was like it, anything you had up, if you had statues, if you had pictures, you tore everything off the wall. <laughs> it we
2: was like, over. we started all over. This is, this is over. young Urban, too. Yeah, yeah he started, he started, he started, started all over. Yeah. So
0: it was like, hey, like, nothing matters. and Your history was just gone. We started something new. Jeez. And it's it crazy. It was the best thing he could have done for the program because. I think we were a, a complacent program. Okay, we had that. We always had the talent. Like yes. you got think, you got Mike Anderson, <laughs> you got Steve Smith. Yeah, I mean, you got Alex Smith. you know, like you, you had jo- you got Jordan Bros. You always had talent. You know, uh, I can name. I can go, go go down the list. Yeah. and and um, we just it, it didn't amount to wins. Wow, you know, uh, just think about it, like. They they moved me like I think my junior because I was I was actually productive as well. safety Safe, and okay. they they moved me. I'm like a six two two twenty safety gonna, they moved me to cornerback yeah, I'm
2: gonna talk about that I'm glad back.
0: you did yeah, like, talk about it so they, they moved me, they moved me to corner so uh-huh. like just because I was fast, fast. Not, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> So um, we don't need so, no technique, boy. You, you're right, fast. just just go out there, man. Play street ball. There it is. You know, undercover oh, one. We got right. it. <laughs> Lock him up. Yeah, no, 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 no. Post up He's supposed to be in the post, but just go out there. Go and out just there. cover zero four man four man rush. And let's see what happens. So um th- that was that was the scheme. Um but Urban Mike came in there. He came with a system because before Utah offense we didn't have any offense. Right. He came with the we called the Sprossion right. at the time. And um, it took off, man. Okay. Uh, I think our first quarterback was uh, Brett Elliott. Mm. He got hurt. Alex Smith came in. Came in just, and pfft.
1: didn't look back.
0: But. And didn't look back and, you know, tore it up. Uh, but Urban Meyer, he knew the game of football as far as, like, the game of football and the um, the p- politics of football. He mm. had a strong relationship with ESPN, so he knew how to work with uh, Kirk High Street, Herp Street, whatever Kirk his name Kirk. is, yeah, um, yeah. up there to where it's like. So he always talked to him. He always go to practice, talking about dun dun, dun dun dun, Like, Let's get on Center. Let's be center top 10. Oh, that 10. was his wow. mindset. That was his mindset. Now, that's dope. And so, so, and so his whole thing was like, he his goal was to get guys to the NFL. Mm-hmm. So, because so, so that makes him a better coach. 100%. Well, so, yeah. So that it's, was his that's mindset. That's recruiting I, tactic, right, too. Right? And, like, it's a, and that's how you win, right? That's how you win. So, so that was his mindset. Dang, that's, like you, that's big. you Like, you don't like, like, when he came in, everyone and like everything about him. But if you understood winning... And how winning is systematic and in the philosophy of yeah. philosophy of it. He he changed the game for Utah in that aspect, and and that's why Kyle Whittingham is a good coach as he is today because he had you know ran he was into that, Urban Meyer. He's under that he learned so much from that. him. Um, so um, big, you know, and that's what like, like when you people say Urban Meyer is one of the best coaches out there, he understands the game. Yeah, every side of it. Yeah. You know, inside
1: and outside.
0: Exactly. You know, so um, and that's why I give it up to him is like um, he 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 knew how to get guys there, you know, and uh, he 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 did it for
2: a long time. Yeah, nice. I mean, yeah, you touched on mindset. So yeah, talk about the mindset from coming out of the box. I, I'm a <laughs> deep. I, I love corner. I, right. I love the beauty of corner. Right. I play corner. Right. Coming from the box of linebacker to safety to corner, it's a totally different. Mindset right. and mentality of how you function. So, how was that right. process? I read that you said it was a struggle at first, but you kind of right. figured it out. So,
0: yeah. So my um, so I, I I go quick through my history. So my first year, like I said, I I, I was I started as a freshman at, at safety, and I mm-hmm. was a strong safety because remember my background is linebacker, so in the box playing in the box is Necro. my comfort zone, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, so you and then with that, so I, I did that, and I remember because we used to rotate with me and um, three other singers, we would rotate back and forth every two series. Okay. okay. And um Whittingham said, this is um, Kyle, he was a D coordinator at the time. He was like, Hey, whoever started playing better is going to um get more playing time. So I started playing better. Next thing you know, he's like, hey, uh, we're gonna put you at nickel too. So I start playing so I started playing nickel and I was successful. <laughs> okay. mm-hmm. and nickel's a little different because you got different. you got a little more help. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and, and you're not going against, you know, um Braylon Edwards and yeah. Bobby Wade and guys right. like that. You 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 you're going against maybe your third receiver. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was able to take advantage of guys and stuff like that. And if, say, if someone got on top of me, you still got that post safety yep. on top Over of you. Over top. Yep. So, so um, I was I was very successful at that end. I used to blitz off the edge from um corner two. So it was an opportunity for me to, you know, get quarterback. So right. it, it turned out really good. First step. So um, when I was successful with covering guys, uh-huh. they were like, hey, you want to play corner? I was like, no. And think <laughs> about it. We had Andre Dyson and stuff like that. Because yeah. I, I just learned how to backpedal. If people understand, like, I just learned and backpedal for a tall dude yeah. and a heavy tall dude. Right, it ain't easy. Yeah, it I'm not you know five ten, 185 pounds. Right, right? <laughs> so um, so I'm just looking at the corners. I'm like, man, all right. And it's like, you want to play corner? I'm like, no. <laughs> like, I just want to play safety. You know, like um, uh, like I, I had you know guys talking to me for like I had I think I had like scout not scouts but um agents called me from like my sophomore year. Yeah. Oh wow. Good you so. know uh and and they were like, hey man like you know, you can make it. I remember even Steve Smith called me one time. He's like, Hey, I remember when, um, when he found out I was actually moving the corner, he was like, dude, don't do it. <laughs> and I was like, he said, I think some guys got you like a second round grade on you, man. He's like, stay, yeah, stay, stay, at, where you stay, stay where you went. You good, bro. It ain't too many dudes that's your height and got your speed, speed right, got you right. know, you know, especially all successful in the box. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. So, um, I think we, my sophomore year, I think we had a pretty good year. Okay. And uh, we went to the Vegas ball and uh, they came to me again. I was like, no. Mm-hmm. And then spring ball happened. And uh, I was playing safety It's like, hey, you wanna play corner? I was like, man, I'll try it out. Just for spring ball. And then I think um, like the first or second week of spring ball, I uh, got really bad turf toe. Ooh. So I'm out there playing corner a little bit, but I was like, man, I ain't finna be chasing <laughs> nobody. I can't run. So I just started <laughs> grabbing people. So. So spring ball ends, I get like maybe like a week or two at corner or whatever like right. that, and, and I, I, I was decent because right. you know I, it wasn't nothing bad about it, so it's like okay cool. And then my um, and uh then the, the summer call the summer camp comes and they're like okay cool and I, and I end up tre- tearing my abdominal muscle, so I miss all a summer camp. Damn. And then it was like, hey man, we need you to play corner man. Like he said, we need our best eleven out there, and um you know we need you to play corner. We don't got any guys that play you know that's played. Uh, all our uh, seniors are gone. We need you to step up. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so, my my junior year, I think every receiver I went against went to NFL. First mm-hmm. receiver was, uh, I think, Kevin Curtis. Mm-hmm. Played for the, uh, uh, the Rams. Yep. Uh, went against him. And I had a really good game against him. I think the only catches he had was two screen passes okay. that went long. I think he did one uh, comeback on me. Man, never experienced a comeback route right on me. So, he got me on that <laughs> one. So, that worked out. Then we played against, like I think, like uh, – uh, Indiana or something like that, mm. and this after uh, Randall L. graduated. Right, okay, we played against him our junior year, but you know, we played against another guy. He went to the league too. Okay, and I was successful against him. I think I got deepest player of the game, and then it went all bad. <laughs> <laughs> I played, I played against a legitimate uh, NFL receiver with a legitimate NFL quarterback, and, and they and, know the route tree. And, and, his, <laughs> and Not, not even that he had the route tree. Like I get on the line to press him. Like, that's all I, uh, that's all I can do is press. And I didn't even have, like, a system of press. I just got in front of you. <laughs> if I can get my hand on you, I'll get my hand on you. I'm, I'm telling you, that was my training. And and i don't like, like talk about guys, but, like, the, you know, like it, it, I just didn't have no one to actually, like, you know, skill me just, up at right, the time. Right.
1: So, it, was uh, raw, it was raw, raw talent, talent,
0: you know. <laughs> so I'm just talent. like, man, and I'm playing with, a, like, a torn domino getting shots every game. Man. So I go against Bobby Way, man. And Bobby, like, and I was getting him at the line. Okay. But – we rushed four, man. That quarterback could hold that ball, Bobby Wade. He he'd get on top of me. I'm like, okay, I got the ball. I'm about to get it. He'd put his hand out, pow, push yep, out, uh, yep.
1: tub, <laughs> get that separation. Like, oh, he the got band. that separation. I'm like, okay,
0: he got me once. Like, I'm like oh, I'm stressing. Do the, do it again. Ah, uh, touchdown. Uh. so he, he 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 got. He like see tore me I think he had like he had, he had a career game against me, man. I think he had like five catches, like 100 or 200 yards or something like that. Two tubs.
2: Man. But to your credit, though, man. Yeah. Every year I've seen not not every year, but most years after you, yeah, Utah always has this big ass corner like Sean Smith, Smith was a, Sean Smith was a guy skills. awesome, he, but uh, cause, cause he, he, he was coming out kind of the year that I was done with school, so I was okay. looking at all the corners, and I looked at Utah Sean Smith Sean Smith six three like, two twenty I'm yeah. like the hell where's the five eleven corner <laughs> <laughs> what happened and then we'll get to you know parts since you're professional, so I'm not going to get into it now. But th- there's another wave of how somebody plays where you had experience with with taller corners now, too. So right. I'm like, you might not take credit for it, but I think you started away, oh, and yeah, you think a wave. I
1: was yeah. I just took all the grunt. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you started something over there. Uh, yeah. You want to hit with the quick hits, man? Yeah, real quick before I get into the quick hits. All right. All real right. quick. Got it. Real you. quick. So
2: there, there was a touchdown that you scored against CSU. Okay, okay. The guy that fumbled was named was Marcus Houston. Yeah, yeah, I remember him. Okay. That hurt everybody in Denver <laughs> to the T. That was like the last like like failure of Marcus Houston. Marcus Houston was the guy at Denver. He was the dude was all everything. Right. After BK was on the show last week, so he was uh he was like the next dude after BK. Okay. Right? So he was everything to Denver. It was like, Oh, we're going to see Marcus Houston play. Now. That's Jesus and Cleats. Like <laughs> he got a magic carpet. Like this dude was so good that, like, he left in the middle of the season. He was like a prince in Ghana or something, like a, okay. like a chief. No lie. He left in the middle. Serious? Did some work in Africa. They was like, look, you a chief of this tribe in Ghana. <laughs> Came back, Russian records and all that kind of stuff. Like, it, he did everything but die for man's sins. But <laughs> I'm literally telling you that was the last piece of Marcus Houston when he fumbled and you it scored. It was all over. When I was doing some research, I was like,
0: damn, that's AP that took that from Marcus Houston. Yeah, man. <laughs> And it was crazy too, man. And it's crazy how everything worked, cause like, um, my career there, we never beat Colorado State. They always just come at yeah. the end and just take it from us. Uh-huh. Yep. And uh, I remember when uh, he did that run, he was coming out. I was like, now, you can see that ball out a little bit, cause I think that was one of his issues. He had a fumbling Fumble. problem. Yep. And he wasn't very physical. Right. I remember him starting at Colorado at first. Yep. And um, he was coming <laughs> around the corner. I was thinking, I remember, cause I was, you know, on a receiver. You know how you guys, how they receivers pat block. <laughs> So I'm like, okay, I'm about to just run and try to take the ball from him. Right. However, before I got there, Somebody. our safety go out there and hit him, ball pops up, boom, right in my hands. Just took took that, you know, down a touchdown all the way down the
2: field. Yo. Go, to the next go Yeah. These are quick hit. Okay. Uh first time you were starstruck. These are just random questions. First time I was starstruck, man. So um so at,
0: after college ball, I uh played a little, little bit of pro ball and I um I was signed with the San Francisco 49ers and I was eating lunch. And Mike Singletary sits right next to me, talking about how you doing, son. How was your day? And I I'm want looking, winners, and, right? And I'm looking. I'm like, dang, man, it's, it's Mike Singletary. Like, how do I answer him, right? <laughs> so I'm like, looking. And I'm like, good. And I'm like, <laughs> like, I'm like and I'm, you know, like, cause he got the big eyes. Yeah. He got the Mufasa um, voice. And, and he's like, man, like it's Mike Singletary.
1: Like, Can't win with him. Can't play with him. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> right.
0: So like that was that was my moment being starstruck with Dope. Mike Singletary.
2: Dope.
1: Uh,
2: if you were to win a gold medal or Super Bowl, which one? Hmm.
0: I'd take a gold medal, man. Okay. I mean, think about it. Hussein Bolt. If you can go out there and say I'm the fastest man in the world. In the world, Craig. I'll take that all in day. The world. All day. I mean, we was watching watching track last night. I was watching with my boys. I'm oh, like, okay. man, just to have a gold Blow medal, him out. man.
2: <laughs> man. So hit him with the. Start, bench, or cut. Okay. Okay. Got to start one, bench one, and cut one. Coaches. Okay. Urban Meyer. Okay. Nick Saban. Okay. Rest in peace, Joe Paterno. (sighs) Well, the easy one to cut is is Joe, (laughs) Papa Joe.
0: (laughs) Leadership matters. Joe cut.
2: Okay. That makes sense.
0: If I had to start one... I gotta go with Nick
1: Saban. Oh boy! Yeah,
0: I gotta go with Nick Saban, man. i I okay. I, 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 I love how he keeps the game simplistic, uh, uh simplistic. Recruits. Uh, he, he recruits, man. <laughs> I, I mean, O line, D line, yeah. defense, man, running backs. Like he 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 wins the game to, like traditional, like mm-hmm. old school football. I love it. He does it like Urban Meyer. One thing I would say his biggest knocks is is
1: quarterbacks. Mm. Yep.
0: He doesn't develop NFL quarterbacks. Wow. You know.
1: Right. Uh, one So, let's kind of transition to kind of end the game. And this one, we're going to focus just a little bit about, you know, the end of your career and that transition into the pros. Okay. So, draft day comes. Yeah. The 2004 draft. Yes, sir. All right. My man, Mel Kuyper. Yeah. Has you. Yes. I know. (laughs) So, there are almost 50, what, DBs, safeties, whatever they go into the league. Tell me how your day went, man. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> so I knew it was a possibility of me not getting drafted at all. Okay. Like I remember, I went into my East West Shrine game. I went uh-huh. in as a cornerback. Uh, they, asked, they asked me if I want to play uh, safety, but um, you know, um, I was like, it's an opportunity for a guy on my team to play. So I was like, no way, I'll play corner to bring him in.
1: Let both.
0: Okay. So I went out to the, the All Star game and I showed out. Mm-hmm. I was the talk of the All Star games. So I was like, you know what? I proved I can do this thing. And I got invited to other All Star games, but I had a torn hamstring. So I was like, you know what? I can't play. I'm not gonna go out there and play. So I didn't. Okay. Um I had a decent combine to run as fast as I wanted to. So I knew that I c- could have hurt him. I came back in my pro day, ran faster.
2: Four three six, I thought I saw something
0: like that. E- yeah, my fastest time was a four three two. Um <sighs>
2: Uh, Excuse my, me, four, three, two, my, Yeah,
0: <laughs> my average is like a 437. And then uh I think at the combine ran like a four five one and a four five three. And then my pro that pro dad came back and ran a four four
2: three. Okay.
0: Um Yeah, that draft day
1: was did, unique. Did you run him like, in the shoes? <laughs> <laughs> that
0: draft that draft day was unique, man. Yeah. Um I knew I wasn't gonna go first round, second round. I was like, if I get third round, awesome. Mm-hmm. Like that was going that was that was gonna be a win for me. Fourth round, so I, I was thinking really like fourth and fifth I was like I'm good fourth. right, mm-hmm. so what 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 got me was like my name became uh, Kamo Milk uh, Kuiper's um, top top still whatever. available, still best, available best right best available. Mm-hmm. best available best available so I'm like okay it's going to happen I'm getting phone calls left and right I remember you guys know Bucky Books that's on TV yeah. I remember he's call, he he called me all oh the time so boy he loves like, Bucky I love man Bucky I love Bucky Brooks. too man <laughs> hey you know I'm so saying? because and Bucky's always talking about I'm like he's like what you want to play their corner I'm like what you think? Because <laughs> he was a scout with the Carolina at the time. Yeah. So um, so I'm just sitting there watching. I'm like, man, everybody's called me. I thought the um, the Raiders were going to draft me because I think a week earlier, a guy from the uh, Raiders called me. I'm like, and I, I'm talking. I'm like, hey, um, what round you guys got me going? He was like, I can't tell you. I'm like, man, come, come on. He was, on, like, <laughs> he was like, we got you number four. Uh, going fourth round. Uh, okay. So I'm like, you know, and um, they ended up drafting uh, Stewart. Uh, what's his name? Stuart Schrager, I forgot his, uh, he played with Purdue or something like that. He played with the Raiders for a while. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, the Raiders not going to draft me. And uh, so the fourth round goes by. Fifth round happens. I'm like, number like three or four on best available. All right, so like, I'm like, okay, somebody's going to get me. Sixth round comes up. I'm like, number one. <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. Number one, you good. Seventh round comes up. I'm like, all right. So I think a few teams called me. I think uh, Seattle called me.
1: Carolina, Carolina called Pittsburgh. me. Obviously, oh dang, you got it all down there. Buffalo, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, also, everybody's
0: calling, calling me, so I'm like, all right. And then uh, next thing you know, I remember uh, who did it. Seattle hurt my heart. Drafted the punter. <laughs> oh. Hold on, what? <laughs> yes. It, uh, oh, but, but they call, they were all call, talking they to you was though, on right? On the phone, yeah, right. And, 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 and so Seattle calls me,
1: and, oh, damn, and, and, Seattle? And, and,
0: and, and they drafted the punter. And then Bucky calls me. He was like, "Hey man, we gonna get we, gonna, we. Hey, I'm trying my best to get you for the seven, um, with the seven pick." Right. So I'm like, "Okay, they drafted like a tight end, I think," and um, uh, so I'm just like, "You gotta be kidding me, man!" So I was, I was pissed. <laughs> I, I wasn't <laughs> sad. I was like, "But that's the emotional be, roller coaster." Yeah, I was like, you, got, "You gotta be kidding me," because like I wasn't like, I was, co- like I played corner for two years, so right. I knew I wasn't like the top of the line at the right. moment. So I was like, "You know what?" You know, cool. If I go six, seven round, whatever, I'm happy with it. But right. being a free agent, I was like, man, so everyone called me free agent. I'm just, I'm heated, I'm pissed. And uh, and I, it was a few teams that said, hey, you come in, you can uh, compete for the starting spot. I'm like, okay, I ain't believe none of this stuff sure, anymore. Right. And then um, and my agent call, He was like, uh, hey, um, what you think about Seattle? I don't know. I don't know. And I think uh, he said the time. I think um, uh, Carolina offered me the most money to come in as a free agent. Mm, okay. And uh, he was like, I don't know, I got, I had a real relationship with them. I don't know, if, you know, what do you think? about I'm like, let's do Seattle because I think a few people called me and said, hey man, uh, Seattle really likes you. You
1: probably make their team. And they were saying that you would be the only one that they were bringing in yeah, in that, that position, position. Right. right?
0: They lied to me, but yeah, that's what they told me.
1: <laughs> so um, it's a cold game.
0: Yeah, cold yeah, game. yeah. You know, you know. But uh, but I, one thing I will say is they treated me good when I was there. Dope. But uh, so that's where I went with went to Seattle, my uh uh out of uh, as a free agent, a- man. Agent.
2: Yep. Now, did you go as a corner or safety? So uniquely, so I went as both. See? So, so, so
0: in the league, it's crazy, right? Because
2: Legion of cause, Boom cause started you, with you. Because you <laughs> got the
0: you got the free safety, the strong <laughs> right. safety, and because they put me actually in the insides though as a uh, nickel, nickel and dime. Nickel, so yeah. I had to learn four positions. Yeah. Mm. Because because free and safe, two different positions. And right. Like like the nickel, and so so I had to learn all of them, and uh and uh, so that's what I did. Uh, it, it was cool though, man, because um I I went out there and and I showed off. Uh, you know, it was funny, because I, I think, who was my coach, it was Terrell Austin. And I remember, because um, I, like I said, I was a press yeah. guy. Uh-huh. So I was pressing, I was I was successful. <laughs> and I played off, and he looked at me, he was like, hey man, just press. Just press, press
1: just <laughs> press. Hey man, <laughs> up, man. <So> <laughs> like, right,
0: we were doing one-on-ones. But, um, but as, as far as playing safety, that, that was my natural position. Got you. And then since we, we ran more different coverage, we went back to the your quarters and stuff like that, to where like now I'm playing in space, that's my game. Mm. I was, you know, that they were. The one thing I said, man, this dude was all over the field. Mm-hmm. So I went from being like the the fourth corner to where I um I was actually competing for um uh, second uh, one of the second spots of safety because I think they had Michael Bull where He was the second round draft pick. Mm-hmm. So me and him was going in together, and I was um um uh, competing for that 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 nickel and dime spot. So nice. I think I was like uh we went by, by time camp hit. I would think I was that that dime because I had uh True Fund, Ken Luke, yep. Chris Rashard, and uh BT BT and uh and fun with the starters. And, uh, sorry, Chris, man, but I was, I was competing for his spot. <laughs> 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 Gotta get him. Um, but, but what says is, <laughs> is that, um, shoot, soon as camp started, man, the first day camp, camp, uh, fluke injury tore my shoulder.
1: Damn. Yeah, Same man. Same shoulder that you had in high No, school? it was the opposite Different. one. wow.
0: Yeah. So, um... So I was out for a while and um, was trying to get back on the field, and then uh, and then uh, they they came in and it was like, "Hey man, uh, we like you, but we're gonna uh, go ahead and put you on injury reserve mm-hmm. for the season." So that's what happened up there, my first year. All right. Yeah.
1: So you had a little bet from from a high school person that we've actually had on the show. Ah, <laughs> I saw that right up, man. Um, so did y'all play together or so, just was going in the same? So you know, so you talking about Marcus? Yeah. So crazy thing about Marcus,
0: right, Marcus actually is the one that got me playing football. we we known each other since second grade. Nice. So I remember he played Pop Warner, man. Like I said, like, I was into, like, uh, we ran, we did track meets tonight, and I was into Kung Fu and stuff like that, man, because that's what you used to watch back in the day. Right, right. And Marcus like, yeah, um, I play Pop Warner. I'm like, what's Pop Warner? Mm-hmm. It's like, I play football. I'm like, oh, you play football? I'm like, oh, that's cool. So I went home to my mom. I'm like, hey, mom, I'm gonna play football. My friends play football. She's yeah. like, nah. So I, um, uh, so... <laughs> he introduced me to like football in a sense. Cause I'm like, Oh, it's, it's football for kids. Cause I didn't know it. So, um, uh, so, uh, we, cause we met in second grade. So I ended up playing my fourth grade year. So that's how we started playing. Then we played, uh, on the same team, I think, uh, green machines, one of the dopest teams ever, Las <laughs> Vegas for pop Warner football. And, um, uh, so like me and Marcus have always been cool. Uh, but, uh, I, my father's house is right down the street from here. So we used to always hang out when I go to my father's house and, uh, we end up going to high school together, That's dope. and I remember. Uh,
1: and so he did. So tell him the bet was that. So a the true so, story. So the true story is it's, it's in my yearbook to this day, and, <laughs> and he said,
0: he and he said, uh, make a bet who who's gonna make it to the league first, on uh, me or you. <laughs> he, he obviously beat me by one year. By uh, one. <laughs> by one year, but yep, yep, it was a bet, man. And uh, we both made it, man. That's dope. Yeah.
1: So after Seattle, was there? Did you keep going? You so, know, so after Seattle, uh, they they
0: they brought in the new uh staff, uh, executive staff up there. Okay, so they got rid of the GM, and uh and it was a big debate whether they're going to release me or not. Mm. So I remember, um, um coach Roll he, he got sick, so he um uh, he he uh, I think stepped down for a bit, and then T A he's called me all the time and say, hey, um, uh, well, our, the defense is trying to keep you here. But we're not sure what the staff was What's going, going to do mm-hmm. so uh i don't know if you got uh, scott McCoolin. he was the, he became the gm of the 49ers mm. and he was the um uh, one of the head scouts at, at the um uh, seattle at the time okay and so he knew all about me mm-hmm. all right so um um they I, I knew uh, they, so they told me it was going to release me so i know that's going to release me and then the next day uh, off the waiver wire i got picked up by the 49ers, 49ers. Gotcha. yeah so that's what happened and then um and it's so funny the same story happened first day of camp um, we, we're doing, we're doing, on uh, pump, blocked, uh, a pump, pump drill. One of, the, one of the guys inside of me, he missed this guy. So I put my hand down and then, on uh, the guy that was rushing the edge, got my hand, ripped my shoulder right out. So same thing. I was out and I, you know, so that was it. Uh, that's, that's a tough though. Yeah. So, uh, and they, like, um, they released me, brought me back, uh, try to, try to kind of give me the rehab, brought me um, back around, try to get me to go NFL Europe and same thing happened just like. I came back to soon, shoulder wasn't ready Yeah, wow. uh, to my shoulder, man. So yeah.
2: I, I guess when was that realization? Because you did Arena and then you did some, yeah. some in Canada. When was that realization that was like, so, I got to uh, move on? And mm-hmm. How was that?
0: Um, uh, I knew at the NFL, like trying to go to NFL Europe, it was a point where I'm like, Damn, you get hurt here. Yes, three years in a row. I was already tagged injury prone. I think one to the doctor from Seattle pretty much, he told the entire staff like, yeah, uh, it, his shoulders would never heal. Oh, wow. Yeah I, yeah, I was like,
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, come you can't on, say man. that. Right? Don't put that And, out and, there. Was, and it was like wasn't true, name, but, that's, but that's what he said.
0: So um, so I knew it was like, you know what could be over. So I was like, you know what? I still had that, that love for football. I still wanted to play. I was out of shape, though. I ain't played for two years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, my, I actually fired my agent. Um, and uh, and he called me back another day. He's like, Hey, uh, K- uh, Canada's trying to get you to play up there. I'm like, oh, I don't know. He's like, like yeah, hey, you, you know, you make a little bit of money. They want to, you know, offer you a little bit of money. I'm like, all right, I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't have, <laughs> I, I wasn't doing it. anything. So I was like, you know what, let me get a couple dollars. Right. So I go up there, man, and um, uh, it was cool, but Canada was like, political. they was trying to give me to sound like a long contract. I'm like, nah. Yeah. So like, um, I-, I went out there as a different game. They had, had me <laughs> practice at like at, at a, a certain position. Then I and they like put me in the game and say, well, play me the linebacker. Whoa. I'm like, huh? <laughs> Oh. I mean, they so they just they just do different things. And then I remember um, I remember when, uh, once the season, and I was like, hey, man, I'm like, you guys brought me up here. And, like, uh, I didn't play much. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you guys are moving around different positions in the game. Like, I didn't even practice the positions during practice. They just, you know, he was like, and we had a long talk. He's like, well, we want you to uh, have a long-term commitment up here. You know, we like you at long-term commitment. I was like, uh, nah, right. because at the end of the field, if I ever get a shot, I want to kinda, terrible, uh, be able to kind of be able to go. Right. Yeah. So that's how that went. And then uh, I think Arena Ball called me and said, hey, you wanna uh, come oh, uh, that's, that's... come out here and play? And I'm like, nah. I was like, uh, you know what? I didn't play that much. I'm still in shape. So I was like, uh, sure. So uh, chat, I told huh? him, I was like, hey, but I'm still, I, I got a contract with, with the CFL. And I was like, okay, well, uh, we'll see what they think. So I called the GM of the CFL team. He was like, do what you want to.
2: I was like, cool.
0: So I played Arena Ball, uh, hurt myself down there. You know, so so it was, I knew it was getting going um, toward well, a the end. Lot so
1: a Yeah, so, yeah. Um,
0: so I did another year at Arena, and then uh, I, I hurt myself again that last year, and I tore my hamstring pretty bad. And I was like, yeah, I'm, time, I'm probably done. To... <laughs> so I was like, okay. So I, just, I was going back thinking, like, man, what do I want to do? Uh-huh. You know, and, and it kind of went back to I was like, okay, what is my passion? Like, what what is my heart for? And I knew I always wanted to, like, help, help, help kids. Stuff like that, um, you know, help my community. Like one of my biggest things, even before I went to college, I said I'm always coming back to Vegas. I knew I was coming back oh, to wow. Vegas. that's dope. That's yeah, so I was like, you know what? Uh, and then in college, I had the opportunity to do internships with the uh, with law enforcement, with the Salt Lake City Sheriff and okay. uh, adult parole probation. So I always knew, always knew that was an option. So what I did is I, I did some part time um, work with um, juvenile um, parole uh, and probation mm-hmm. out here, and and. Uh, and i enjoyed it you know it's a passion like just help people and help yeah. your own people yeah it was a passion of mine so i was like you know what so that's I how you got into this. it that's, so a that's great. Like, so, so, so that makes sense yeah so i did my i did a um, part-time job with them first and then i said you know what i still love football but uh-huh. i knew i was doing so i was like maybe i can coach so um i put in a um, request to be a, a grad assistant at the university of utah oh, okay and then uh when my boy's like hey man what you got going on man i'm like man just chilling, trying to figure things out. And he was like, Hey, man, you know, um, Mitchell's testing. I'm like, Man, I don't know about being a police officer. <laughs> that's that's the first thing you come to your mind. He was like, Man, just think about it, man, you right. know. And I was like, You know, and I said, I, I, I sat down, thought about it, and I asked myself, What do I want out of life? I said, Okay, what I want, like you talk about legacy, what do you want to be remembered for? Right. Helping your people, giving back to your community, all those different things. Never changed mm-hmm. from day one. So I was like, You know what? I can do it. If you, if you, if you can go on law enforcement, whether it's juvenile probation, or or um or um you know police mm-hmm. it's it's all the same thing you there helping people so now what uh, branch
1: are you you're i'm, I'm, I'm metro you're las metro. vegas metro, metro yeah
0: so um i put my application in for um all three juvenile um detention and probation uh metro police university of utah I said whoever called me first that's where, that's I'm, where going. I'm going <laughs> metro called me first there you go so that's where i went and uh and been there ever since
2: man that's big time yeah yeah so You touched on it, and I was going to ask you that about a lot of people. Sometimes I saw in your article, one of your articles, you said, you know, you grew up in the tough side of the neighborhood and things of that nature. Yeah. Um, A lot of times people want to get out. When they get out of the neighborhood, they don't want to come back. It's like, I'm gone. Like, I got out of that situation. Right. I'm out. Right. What about Vegas? What about your makeup said, I want to be back in my community, and I want to serve my community?
0: Well. I'm, I'm born and raised Vegas. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you say you from Vegas, especially you say, you say you from the West side, like you, you proud when you say that. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's no shame to say I'm from the West side because what people don't understand about the West side, it's a black community. doesn't mean it's a poor community. It's a diverse black community. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't grow up super poor. We didn't have everything. right? You know what I'm saying? But we were just a working class family. Um, uh, it's a lot of history when it comes to uh, my family, like, um, uh, my, uh, my great grandfather brought one of the first black barbershops out here, oh, wow. called Jackson Barbershop. You know, uh, uh, and you, if you know about, if you know who Mac and Booker is, they got Harold it. Mm-hmm. well, he brought them out here. Okay, wow. Uh, my uncle was the first black police officer in the department, Herman Moody. Moody. Wow. The Moody wow. House, yeah, that's my
2: uncle. Wow.
1: Yeah nice wow. yeah i saw that pbs special he was the first black, black police officer, officer that's, that's, to yeah. where they could like they could be police but they couldn't arrest white people and they had to right yeah. he worked on the west side he worked side. on the west side, side. Wow. so so, Yo, so that's dope man so it's just
0: a it's just a lot of history like you yeah. know like uh like my mother she's an electrician okay. so, so it's just like you proud to be from vegas yes. yeah absolutely. you know what I'm saying when i went to, when i went to utah and, and i grew up running track man one group of people you hated was California. They was always faster than everybody else. You know, so it was like uh, and going to Utah, same thing. I repped Vegas. So did, did you always want to go back. Like I had some awesome mentors. Like I said, I had Coach Spencer. But uh, Larry Weekly, before he was a commissioner, was one of my mentors. I was in the Capital League. So it was just like it's a pride thing. Yeah. You know, so it was like coming back to Vegas, um, you know, it, it was nothing. You know, it's, that's, that's that's my that's home. Dope. That's
1: dope. So you have a degree in uh sociology. Do you think that helps at all in your current role? Or um, do you think you get to use it?
0: It helps um on on some of the discussions you have you have in college and how you see things differently. Okay. But what I do, so right now what I do, I work for the Office of Community Engagement. Okay. Uh and with Office of Community Engagement we have a different units We have the police athletically program, we have the Power Programme, POW. we have uh, uh, gang prevention intervention. We have a, um, a addiction diversion program and we have, uh, uh, Hispanic, um, uh, citizens, um, academy program out there. So I, I ran POW for about two and a half years. Okay.
1: I didn't even know they had Powell. Out yeah. Yet. Yeah.
0: So it, uh, it, it, maybe it, if it's
1: just different it's, from kind it's, of like when we grew up, what Powell yeah. was. Too.
0: And it, and it, and it's smaller compared to other states like Detroit, New York, uh, Jacksonville, Florida, uh, other, you know, other big Texas states, California, like that. So, mm-hmm. um, I did that, man. Like, that was just that was perfect. That was my, that was right up my alley. Like, that, I always say, I always say this, man. Things,
1: right? You being able to help. Yeah. And, you, and...
0: You, you're being able to help and, like, going back to that sociology degree. One thing I, w- I always say, right, um, because when you work with police, most people, like, the people I work with are people that have made mistakes in the past. You're talking about, like, ex-felons. You're talking about gangsters, mm-hmm. whatever like that. You're talking about um, people that done with drugs. And you're talking about kids that come in in rough um, communities right. or they can't afford to do certain things. Yep. And so, when you compare your degree and you c- c- compare your life experience, like I always say this, and I, got, and I hope it's not offended to anybody who ever see this show, is that like growing up black and growing up in the Las Vegas community, you like just your life skills make you an expert on how to mentor and teach and coach your community. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. A degree doesn't. It, it it gives you it gives <laughs> like you a more of an open vision on how to see things differently yes. from different perspectives and make you understand things better, but it doesn't give you expertise on how to, you know, love your community. So no, that's
1: uh, definitely getting, yeah, you so, get those by the experience. Right. So so, have, right? so I, I will say my
0: life experience and the people I've been around Okay, is my education. You know what I'm saying? It, it just like uh, the sociology degree in, enhances that.
1: Gotcha. So yeah. the elephant in the room. Yeah. You know, being black and being a cop. Right. I mean, growing up, um, my— We oh, you know Snoop. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Um, It's definitely a, a thing. We'll just call it a thing. Right. How do you attempt to maneuver through that? And then mm-hmm. how do you deal with that, right? Because you're dealing on both sides of the coins, right? Because you right. grew up, like you said— Right in a certain area that has a stigma right but you came out shining and you're doing great things right you so, so how's that weighed on you with the current climate that we're in right now
0: man it's tough I, i'll start with the, the current climate that we're in um it's tough man because um everybody wants to debate what's going on talking about like Black Lives Matter. I understand it's two different things. You got the the movement and you have the statement. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not gonna get in discussion about the movement but with the statement, if it, it, it if you say you it don't, it's like you're a damn lie. Right. And that's how I personally feel about it. Facts. And so for you to argue that is it's 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 ignorant, ignorant. <laughs> They don't do you understand. How do you argue, you might, do cause you my argue that? Is, 'Cause my thing is this, right? If someone says they're hurting, there's it's not an argument. It's an understanding. Man, yeah. So, therefore, the conversation should be an understanding. I like that. Yeah. So, that's how I kind of see It's like, um, dude, you don't got to agree dope. with me, but you can listen to understand. <laughs> and that's talking about the guys I work with mm-hmm. and the guys I don't work with mm-hmm. is that a, a, it needs to be an understanding first. Sure. First, You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and then we can kind of move forward. So, that's, that's how I see it now. Just being a black officer, it's like when you signed up. And, and, and made a pledge for your community to serve. You got to uh-huh. remember, you are a serviceman first. You're, you're doing service, and then you are a peace officer.
1: Peace officer.
0: So your job is to protect the peace. Correct. Yeah. So that means you're going to face a lot of adversity, which they teach you in the academy. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have people to call you Uncle Toms. You're going to have white folks to call you niggas. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just, you're going to have it. Right. And if you're not prepared for that, then this job ain't for you. And that's the same thing for any white dude, any Hispanic dude, or Asian dude, or any other person, any other color. If you can't handle that, then the job ain't for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, so because my thing is, you, 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 you're, you, you know, you're going to a job at of, of adversity. Like the first thing they show you is someone getting shot a police officer getting shot and killed on the job, the first day of academy. Wow. So therefore, you know it's going to be an adverse, yeah. uh, you know, career going into life. So, so when people say certain things to you, you have to understand. Like I'm a leader in the community. I'm prepared for this, how do I get on your level so we can come to a common ground so we can have peace? So that's how you should, uh, in my opinion, I think that's a, a great way to approach your job as a police officer. You know, because now you can have an understanding of who you're working with. Because like, I, I, you know, I remember going into a basketball gym with uniforms on, I'm like, hey, what's up fellas? They look at me, and these, these brothers, they look at me, turn the head like, yeah, we don't mess with no police. Well, least, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and I go back the next day, what's up fellas, and they be like, man, you know, they talk to me a little bit, like, cause you might have some dudes on dope, whatever like that, it's like, hey, I'm not here for that, I'm just here to say what's, say what's up. up uh, to get to know you, get to know the community, and, that's, and, I, and I did patrol, that was one thing I was known for, cause the neighborhoods tell you who you are. They be <laughs> no, like, hey, Parker man, like, hey, <laughs> hey, well, they, you know they say about you, and they like, man, they say you fair, I'm like, okay, cool. yeah. You know, because that's what I would just fear. Like, you know, like, if you need to to go to jail,
1: you need to go to jail. If not, you know, it it is what it is. But, see, that's not there anymore. I I think it is there. I just think it's just like. uh, Maybe from your perspective. I think from a global or holistic perspective, it's Uh not there, right? Because the fact that I didn't even know there was Powell. I remember Powell growing up, you know, so the officers were coaches or the officers had the basketball, the flag league. So you saw them in the neighborhood and you kind of. Like you said, the streets will tell you, right. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? But I just don't think that they're in the streets anymore. And,
0: and I see what you're saying. Cause like, Does that makes sense. One, no, I, I, I definitely hear what you're saying. Cause like one, one, one of my issues is, is that like, how do you have a power program when you have two offices? <laughs>
1: that's <laughs> terrible. And like, yeah, that's and, and, I, and it's just, just
0: being real. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, um, the investment needs to change, yes. whether it's with every law enforcement agency out here and say, hey, let's let's give a few officers from every agency and partner up and, and, and do your power program mm-hmm. so you can see those things getting done. Mm-hmm. Um, you dope. know, um, so, something needs to be done. At the, if, if Las Vegas Boulevard says, you know what, we need to go out here and uh, put some resources together to make sure we can provide different things and challenge our um, law enforcement agencies to do better, mm-hmm.
1: you know, there's it's, it's different things that can be done. Hey, man, well, in you the know. interest of time, man, because yeah, it, 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 we could go down a rabbit hole with that, <laughs> Definitely, man. Definitely, yeah. But so thank you for sharing that perspective. Yes. Man, no, because it, it's really good to hear. Yeah. It's really good to hear. But we, you know what I'm saying, we always talk about a platform. So this is kind of the winner's circle okay. where we, we really want to talk about, you know, the business side of things. So so, the, so, so today, uh, being a great husband that you are, <laughs> you want to come on and you want to shout out, you want to talk about your wife, um, yeah. it's uh Felicia. Felicia Parker, yeah. Felicia Parker, her business uh.
0: Any occasion basket. So yes. Tell us a little bit about that. So any occasion basket,
2: uh, and, and, and all I'm doing is riding
1: her coattail. <laughs> <laughs> we all do it. I want to hey, be a head coach. Sure I want to be a house husband
0: one day and a part time coach. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I get but it. yeah, man. So um, she she was someone like Lavar Lavar Le, 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 Ball always say um I forgot his quote, but he always say uh, speaking speak to existence. Yes. Right? Yes. So um, that's what she did, man. She said um, you know. I, I, I want to start my own business, and that's what she did. She started making baskets. Her mom's a realtor, and uh, mm-hmm. she started off just making baskets for her mom. And then people was like, "Oh my goodness, these baskets are so nice!" Mm-hmm. So like her mom was like, "You know what? Start your own business." She's like, "Okay." So she tried. It. So she did it and, like, with no pressure because you know she didn't have to go borrow money anything like that. She just did it. Right. And then um, more people started liking it. And then she hooked up with uh, Burchshaw Birsh- uh, Hathaway, Hathaway. Mm-hmm. and. Um, and uh, they had a partnership to where they helped her um, get some client, clientele. And she started doing that. So she'd get a few there, a few there, and then uh, started making a little more money. And then uh, all of a sudden, uh, she gained a partnership with KB Homes, oh, And now she's the KB Homes basket lady for on um, the Las Vegas community, so right. anytime, one time, every time someone buys a KB home, you're buying my wife's basket, or you're getting my wife's ah, basket.
1: that's big. Yeah, that is man. Huge. So,
0: uh, she's been doing it for about like um three years three now, years, man, years. And, and and she had she done that contract for two. So like, she just believed in something, and it just worked out, man. And what's and, dope um,
1: she, about it is you guys uh, have a give back. Is a yeah. part of
0: it. It, most definitely, right. So we have a uh, Inspired Give Back program, and what we done, we have done a lot, man. So and the blessing of me, um, actually working the community, I know who needs these help. So we went to Stuback Community Center and um donated like um TVs, video games to them. Uh, went basically. to the um, J Street School, so mm-hmm. we went to uh, Matt Kelly, um, got them some paper. Uh, went to CBT Gilbert, got them some stuff. So we just um That's like awesome, she loves man. giving back, and she constantly does that. Well,
1: so. all right, man. Well, we're coming to the end here. Yes, sir. Um, so this part of the show we call the assist, right? This is where mm-hmm. you get to put your coach hat on. You get to drop some jewels, some nuggets, some knowledge. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've been doing it all show. Okay. But just something, the last words of wisdom or a mantra that you want to le- leave the kids or the people that are listening.
0: Yeah. So one thing I would say, and this is something I always say to the kids I work with, even adults, I always say, uh, be the best version of yourself. Yeah. That's the only thing you can be. But You know what I'm saying? God gives you a gift, uh, and it's and, and it's for you to nurture and work on. And uh, once you nurture and um, mature that gift, it's for you to give it back. I love it. That's so um, amazing. That's it. So just
1: be your best self. Be your best self. You heard that. Well, hey, we want to thank our guest, AP, man, for coming in and, yes, sir, and, and doing sir. what you do, man. This, is, this has been awesome. Uh, I want to thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's show, man. Definitely some great content here. Um, and, and just kind of got to sit back and think and, and know that your experiences and that, uh, you know, you have a chance to give back and to be better. Uh, please give us feedback on the show. Uh, follow us on all platforms. We are Black in Sports on all your social media platforms. Um, you know, you can check us out on YouTube. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Don't forget to access the locker rooms. We drop new episodes every Tuesday on your favorite podcast platform. Stay safe, practice gratitude, and just remember, we're rooting for you.
2: Screaming, all us blacks got it, sports and entertainment. until we even... Sue I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Sue I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yo, 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 look, look. Sue I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Smack out and racks on handmade new rags. Sue I'm rooting for everybody that's black. That's everybody from sports to college class to rap.